Welcome back to the Charles Ogan Experience. Expe- experience. Whoa, that's a strong handshake for Thanks, me. Strong man. and steady. Man, that, that's about that's about fucking jab you on the eye, Yeah. Good afternoon. What's going on? Nothing. You had a match on the weekend. Guys, like and subscribe first and foremost. Like Lee. and subscribe. Doing a good job. Uh, top left-hand corner, if you're new to listening, get on that Spotify. That will be there. Five-star that. Press follow YouTube. That would be sick. Mostly like, YouTube, though. Mostly YouTube, yeah. Mostly YouTube. We don't care about Spotify. Comment on YouTube. Like it. Subscribe to it. Is this camera angle good? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah you yeah. look good. Uh, yeah, do all that. All right. You had a jiu-jitsu match on the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. On Saturday, I believe. Saturday evening. Saturday evening. It was, yeah, underwhelming. You know, I feel like there wasn't much actual jiu-jitsu done. There were submission attempts only. Yeah, flying submission attempts. But from both of us, all there was was submission attempts. There was one tornado sweep attempt, one transition from double outside to 50-50, and that was the entire jiu-jitsu portion of the match. Two on one grips on his leg, trying to pull him in. Yeah, I almost had a heel hook. To be fair, I should have gone shotgun grip instead of straight footlock grip, mm. and maybe I would have had a better chance at keeping his keeping his foot in place and getting the heel. Fair. What a shame. Uh, that would have been it, really. Talking to a few people today, it should have been a longer match. It should have a been, longer it, match. It yeah. should have been about 15, 20 minutes. I should have upped the pace definitely from probably about five minutes in. Do you think so? Yeah, because I mean I wasn't very tired at the end. Mm. Yeah, what a shame. He looked pretty tired. I don't think he was that tired at the end either. He's getting a bit frustrated though. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe I should have just stood up and wrestled and accepted what came. I'd like a rematch. That would be good. Yeah? Yeah. I would, I would like a rematch. Yeah. Well. Do it again. Yeah. Just go again. Win more decisively. We go again. Yeah. Exactly. Or just have a more decisive. You know, Victory. Yeah. Victory. It depends if I win, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more yeah. De- decisive ending. Decisive ending. Yeah. That would be better. That would be much better. Other right. than that, some good matches. Uh, Sandro won. Sandro. Well done to Sandro. Yep. What else? Christian cornered excellently. Christian. Fantastic I was cornering. fucking shout out to that guy. Yeah. People the, were loving his cornering. People were talking about him in the comments. Yeah. Goat corner man. Yeah. He really is the goat. I saw that. That was Me, Sandro and I were talking about, he, he really is the goat athlete and goat. corner man. Yeah. Unknowingly to the comments as well. Yeah, some knew, some didn't know. Now they know. But if you if you didn't know, now you know. Christian Osbeck. Don't forget the name. Yeah. So that's your that's your thoughts on the match. Yeah, that was basically my thoughts on the match. Not very exciting, in my opinion. Go again. And, uh, yeah, go again, and maybe just just got to wrestle. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. just got to wrestle. If there's if there's, cause I mean, I don't know who the onus is on, but. I'm lying down, so I mean, <laughs> so in a way, I'm not. I was butt scooting towards him at times, yeah. so that, there's that. But then he wouldn't just like let me butt scoot under him; he'd circle away. But either he could pull guard, or I could stand up. Basically, that was the two ways to make that match more more entertaining. And yes, next time I'll pull guard. I mean, I'll stand up. Do some wrestling. Yeah, just do some wrestling. Even if I get taken down repeatedly, which I probably wouldn't, but. Even if I got taken down repeatedly, at least, sick guard at, least, anyway. at least I might get something off the takedown rather yeah. than it just being like an attempt and then complete resetting and disengaging. That's true. Speaking of, we've got a question. Okay, let's start off. Uh, what a great segue. Yeah, what a thanks. Following Ethan's match, opinions on the smother. I rate it, but Dan Strauss was moaning about it. 
Fuck off, Dan Strauss. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> but my thoughts on the smart. I actually watched that match, and I uh, that was a great match. I watched the commentating, and I must say, I don't see anything wrong with this mother. I think no. that it's going to get you to do something. Also, saying that Ethan was stalling when he was in top mount is retarded. trying to basically smother someone on the bottom, which is a submission attempt. <laughs> yes, no. and not saying that Nathan Orchard was stalling by just curling shelling up on the bottom in bottom mount and pulling bottom mount is folly I reckon that fucking stupid that and better words could have yeah just I mean clearly Ethan wasn't stalling and Nathan was stalling or well, not stalling but just like doing his very best to survive and not win like yeah Ethan's like he's 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 trying he's he's trying yeah, everything he's trying everything he's like yeah. okay this isn't working There's we're no trying to smother if you're going to complain about anyone, basically, it's not the person that's actively going for subs. Seemed to be a theme. Yeah, yeah. Seemed to be. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So that was my thoughts. I thought Smother was pretty good. And yeah, like they said, you know, you wouldn't you wouldn't mind Smother choking someone with your chest, so why not do it with your hands? Yeah. It's all the same. As long as you don't put your fingers in their eyes. And even then, we like that. We like fingers we like in the, the eyes. We like the chili in the eyes, yeah. Yeah, chili in the <laughs> eyes. If anyone's got any chili jam, guys, just try applying a little bit in the morning on your eyes. Or the fingernails yeah. when, before you go to Jiu Jitsu. Uh, I haven't been a doctor for that long, but that's what I would recommend <laughs> as a doctor. Okay, so we like the smother. We like the smother, yeah. I mean, as long as it's not happening to us. But yeah, if someone's smothering you, just escape. Just stand up. Yeah. Simple. There you go. There you go. All right, then. Good question. Uh, let's nice have a next question. one. Prep. Nah, let's not have this. It was prep slash game plan for comp, but we've just done that. We've done that forever. We've done that for like two weeks in a row. Yeah, yeah. Go, go back and listen to our two previous podcasts and you'll hear about Owen's prep for this the match you just had. Honestly, last week's, the weeks before. You'll get it. Both. You'll Both. get it. You'll understand. You'll get it. It was English, to be fair. What will it take to bring <laughs> the standard of UK BJJ up to US slash Brazil standard? Charles, anything to say on this? <laughs> Weights wise? More Wait. work on the J point? <laughs> Weights wise. Um, it's tough. You just need, need like. Would you say the Americans are more powerful and? No, I I think uh, I think it's just a like a the, the way they do camps and the way they have the, the way they their teams run. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's yeah. say look at Gordon Ryan's team. Look, look at the uh, New Wave B team. There's like a hub of just excellent grapplers together. Yeah fighting fighting each other every day same for AOJ like all those guys are just even though it's Guy we don't talk too much about Guy but if you look at those guys just dominating and, and uh, Atos you just need a hub of really good grapplers together all the time with like some coaching around I think basically yeah and also they've got they've done it for longer they've I mean for longer, grappling yeah. obviously was born in North England in the snake pit in Wigan but since then it hasn't really spread as much as it did in Brazil and America. Mm. But yeah, literally the first ever instance of people grabbing each other, Wigan, the snake pit. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see it in hieroglyphs and stuff. Sick. In Wigan. That's a fact. There we go. So, uh, so that's the answer. I, I would say more like, do you think it's coming up in the UK? Yeah, it is coming up. Yeah, that, that's all I'm saying is it needs more time. Now we have, you know, Roger's lineage. Yes. So it's going to create a lot of good grapplers and so on. And eventually it'll level out once everyone's had roughly the same amount of time. Instructionals help too. Instructionals, yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Shout out. Half mine. Yeah, by by aunts. That's true. I think you need like a, you need good training facilities where 
all these like good grapplers congregate and they train together they have coaching and they're just like all trying to fucking get better at the same time like Unique. London like London yeah Croydon Croydon fucking love Croydon so yeah interesting so we'll get there yeah we'll get there I believe I believe we'll well they've also got bigger populations both of them so I mean there's just like they've got 10 times more population or something so the chance of them having people who are good is 10 times higher yeah I'm sorry to say. And they also have wrestling in schools. Do you think that makes a big difference? That makes a huge difference, mate. Although people that do, people that Judo are really good at pure wrestling will just do pure wrestling, won't they? It's true, they won't they're go gonna, to They're not going to do jiu-jitsu. No. So yeah, you don't have to worry about the super elites, I guess. Do you do any specific ankle stretching and strengthening to make you unfootlockable? Well, no. You'll find that everyone's footlockable. Everybody. Unless you just, it's already broken and... Maybe you can get away with it, but yeah, everyone's foot lockable. It's like saying, do you do arm stretches to stop <laughs> you getting arm barred? It's so true. It's not going to happen, buddy. I'm actually putting out a reel because uh, Shane Kurt, shout out Shane Curtis, he was asking me about um, ankle flexibility stuff. Yeah. And obviously, uh, we've done some of the stuff, yeah. but we just we don't do it frequently at all. Yeah. Uh, you already have excellent foot and ankle mobility. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to put out a reel this week for plantar flexion dorsiflexion but i also prefaced at the start of the video this will not help your leg lock defense whatsoever dorsiflexion will sorry plantar flexion will like not whatsoever but like if your technique is shit you're still gonna get fucking leg locked to some extent if you i mean you know you've seen christian defend leg locks just toe point really hard and most people don't know what to do that's true literally just really strong plantar and uh yeah, most people just can't do anything. Strong calf, strong ankle joint. Yeah. And toe that's point. it. Yeah, yeah, and just toe point really hard and, and people won't be able to heal with you. That's what you guys, that's literally what Christian Osbeck does. Yeah. I mean, after a ridiculous amount of ankle mobility, like look at Ashley Williams, unhealable. He's got like a, his foot just goes straight, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, just flat down like that. So, yeah, I'll watch that video. Watch the video, guys. Rate, like, and subscribe on that video. Um, Mateusz Jasinski. He'd, he'd still do you reckon he'd foot like Ash Williams yeah fuck I'd like to see that yeah he might straight footlock him but I don't know how you're going to straight footlock him because it's already bent so far but but Mateusz you know he'll find a way to break it he he always does does a tough he's match a, against Jed he's a good breaker of limbs don't speak about that yeah can do I mean what is there to say really <laughs> he was just <laughs> he just showed us some footlocks in the in the bit before and did, yeah, yeah and he's and did very good at them what can i say he's teaching leg lock camps around europe for like if you can't make one of mine go to mateus <laughs> go go to his. he's got one <laughs> even if you even if you can go on in poland you're to teaching there too oh yeah leg we're doing one, we're doing a leg lock camp later in poland that'd be great what's the day of that don't know it's it's in august late august so yeah if you want to see me mateus break my foot then that's that's where to that's go. That's the camp. Yeah, yeah, because, yeah. He'll be, um, he's got a leg lock camp in June as well. He'll be on the pod, actually. He, Mateus is coming on end of June for the pod. See, what, is he coming to London? Yeah. Nice. I've, I've told you this. Yeah, you said that. He's doing an, another camp. Tons. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, next question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you can't really become unfootlockable is the, is, is the long and short of it. Like long, and lo- short. long and short. The long and short. Yeah. Basically, what questions but, are we ignoring here? Uh, but you can get pretty close to unfoot lockable, and then if you you can still get knee barred basically, or you can still get toe holded. It's just, yeah, I guess depending how flexible your foot is, probably some things will be easier and some things will be harder. 
Yeah. Best time of day to take creatine. I mean, we've spoken about this before. It just doesn't, about that, it, yeah. it doesn't matter. Around the time of exercise, take it Take it whenever you're going to be most consistent with it. For me, that's in the morning. That's the same, same for you. Yeah. yeah. Just I just take it first thing in the morning, glass of water, that's it, done. Done. It doesn't fucking matter that much. And you get stronger and bigger brain off of it. You really do. Yeah. There we go. That's some. Apparently, <laughs> bigger brain is not true. More no, stronger the brain, more strength in more the brain. Smarter, right? More smarter. More lifts. More smart brain. Rep. Okay. What else we got? Finishing from 50 50, the way you show in your instructional versus Jason Rao style with the Reap. Well, I'm just copying what Jason Rao does right now, so I guess I've got to release another instructional soon. Give us some details. So, I'm pretty sure he means like Jason Rao does the thing where you like come on top and, and stop your partner from re rolling from 50 50. Mm like I don't know what he means by reap because because you're in cross there's no reaps there's not really a reap is there maybe bringing the second leg to the inside but yeah I don't really get it so um, maybe what he means is the coming on top thing although I haven't seen his whole 50-50 instructional but I had his Patreon so I think he's talking about is he saying the, he's saying you do it differently yeah he's saying I do it differently what but parts do you do differently I don't even remember that DVD I'm not gonna lie like I made that a little while ago so oh okay yeah, I don't I don't exactly know what he's talking about. I've definitely changed how I do 50-50 since then though, so What have you changed? Uh everything. Basically everything. I like I couldn't even list it, but just it's all small details and all of them have changed, so Got it. I would just go with Jason Rouse because his is more up to date. Simply. His Patreon shout out Jason Rouse. Yeah, his 50-50 DVD. Haven't even watched it, but I can fully recommend it. What a man. Good performance on the weekend too. Yeah, he he, 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 he beat Manny Holmes. Yeah. With an odd finish, an odd finish, yeah, it was an armbar and it looked pretty good. And then he slipped out and he goes, "Go and fucking break it." And then that was a verbal tap. And that was <laughs> the verbal tap. <laughs> oh, that was great. Really, we should get Matty on the podcast to talk about it. Yeah, that would be beautiful. Okay. Anyway, I'm sure he's very upset. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thoughts on. on Merigali not wanting to compete in IBJF anymore? You? I don't care. I I mean don't care per se, but it is a question sent into our podcast. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe we should okay, answer. Let's, let's not go necessarily more. though, because we all ignore a lot. Let, let, all right, for me, I just think, why would you compete if you're not for paid. free? If you're not getting paid, yeah, fuck that. No Fair way. play. Yeah, he, yeah. he's got a point. He's, what I think what he's trying to do is draw. What he's trying to do, in my opinion, is draw the best athletes from uh, IBGF, Gi to uh, other platforms to fight him to get paid yeah to get paid so yeah. he's, he's actually trying to pave the way as much as like people like oh fuck him he's, he's just following Gordon Ryan he's trying to pave the way for gi athletes to get paid money whereas IBGF does not pay them money yes yeah, that's, 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 that's what I think he's doing he's just trying to get like he's obviously the best and he's always consi- he consistently wins matches and with the recent worlds would he have been Victor Hugo Probably. I think he's beaten him before. Yeah. So by him not being there, put a question mark on that, being like, hmm, but Mary Gali wasn't there. So he's just trying to draw some yeah. people away. Whether it will it work? I don't know. I think... Definitely that, a better idea, though. Huh? It's definitely a better idea. It's definitely the right, it's like, the right idea. But now you just need some of those guys to be like, okay, fuck yeah, let's fuck IBGF and let's do that instead. I and mean, then you just start a movement. Yeah, I don't know. I could be. That, that's just my opinion. I mean, he could do both, but I guess he just by competing for free. I mean, if you're good at something, charge for it. So if he's competing for free, then yeah, 
he may as well just get paid for it for the same thing on somewhere else. So exactly, yeah, it's just a economic loss if you compete for free when you could be getting paid a lot. And that's yeah. how I see it too. I'm not going to let someone try to injure me for free, unless it's like a grappling industries and then they're never going to injure me. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. It's like I. The more danger, the more money, please. They, it's it's so true because IBJJF makes a fucking fortune. Yeah. They make so much money. They, yeah. they, to enter a competition, it's like 250 bucks. So admirable. And they don't pay their athletes, especially at the black belt top level world champion level. They like they should pay the, some of those athletes, I think. Big business brains on them. Yeah. Yeah, I love the IBJJF for that. I think, so in my opinion, I think Marigali, he's just trying to start a movement to, to get gi guys better money he's literally trying to do that fair play and this is this is what i think we're, we're, y'all we're should seeing. be thanking him yeah fair play it just needs a couple of guys to go over and be like yeah you know what fuck yeah like victor hugo be like okay cool i'll go fight you in a uh whatever match in i gear. don't even know the names i know eric muniz victor hugo tain and dapra jansen gomez that's all i that's know it. that's all the people i know fion davis yeah she won well done to her Congratulations. Shout out Fionn Davis. Well done. Two-time world world champion. World champ. Two-way two way world champion. Probably the same weight though, isn't it? Anyway, I've run out of questions. Go on. you got to whip, whip your phone hey, Really? Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, Get it, get it, get it. Get it, get it, get it. Okay, okay. I had too many stories, so nobody saw my... Saw my question post. They didn't get there in time. No one asked any questions. I didn't get many questions. Really? To be honest, no, not what? much. Story low. Story views were low. Sick, man. Good, good algorithm. Stupid question. How do you understand slash know how to recover? Um, if you wake up fucking tired and you go into training and you start training and you stay really tired and you can't perform to what you think would be your optimal levels or a good session consistently week on week or day on day then you're definitely under recovered you would benefit from taking a day to a week off recover sleep get all refuel uh and then go train again yeah yeah if you if you're just consistently feeling like shit and you're how do you rest how do you (laughs) the question that was the question i I don't know i don't know if that's what he was asking like how don't know if it's how do you understand how do you understand how no how slash no to recover okay well how do you understand to recover let's answer that one first how it works how do you understand to recover bro you need to sleep like you just, you need to fucking get really good quality sleep if you keep sleeping blackout blinds blackout blinds it's about that time of year again we're just getting them installed now today as i speak Sick. the man's in the house yeah it's gonna be amazing it really makes a big difference. It does. Black up lines, sleep mask. Get a sleep mask. I've got three of them. And I cycle through. Because I'll take one off in the middle of the night. And I just forget about it. And I wake up for a brief period of time. And then I just grab my other mask and put that on. No Low disruptions. Sick, man. Admirable. That's, wow. Anyway. Sleep mask. Oh, how to, how to, how to recover. Like, you, you, sleep is number one. Then nutrition. Are you hitting your protein targets? Are you eating enough calories? Um, water, water, Drink hydration. Lots of water till your pee is clear. No, that's terrible advice. And keep <laughs> wiping until there's no brown. 
That's good advice. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Drink. And don't lie to us either. Drink. Don't lie. Was it? Anyway, if the streaks. It's a no. Thirty milliliters. Thirty milliliters per kg of body weight is your minimum standard. Uh, uh, yeah. Per, thirty milliliters per kg of body weight is your minimum minimum standard of water per day. And then. I actually just did a reel on this. Watch the fucking hydration. Do you keep reel. drinking till your pee is clear? Then it doesn't matter too much. It's a, it's, not, it's a poor indication because you could piss yellow and just having drunk like a liter of water, and you'd be like, "Fuck, I'm dehydrated." Like, but like, yes, very, very roughly, if your piss is consistent yeah, that, for days, answer. for days, if your piss is consistently yellow for days rather than consistently clearish, clearish, then you're you're, you're not drinking enough water. Yeah, you need more. But water. then you could be if you're drinking lots of water and your pee is like let's say like yellowish you could be drinking certain supplements like vitamin c supplements and you're just pissing that out protein protein sometimes yeah i mean look protein. 30 milliliters per kg body weight is your minimum standard then whatever you sweat out in training weigh yourself before weigh yourself after times that by 1.2 get that in so like recovery I, I feel like recovery should be pretty fucking straightforward if you're doing too much you're feeling exhausted like cut some sessions down don't just drink boozing don't drink on your recovery days. Yeah, Otherwise, do you won't recover so your, well. Your sleep will be terrible. Genius. There is so much data. 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 There's so much data on um, alcohol and sleep because of whoop. Yeah, it fucks up your sleep. Like one drink will like like decrease your recoverability. Fuck's sake. Yep. Can't even have a glass of wine in peace these days. Not good. No, Not good. Anyway, it's been bad. Next question: Options on the Mike Mensa one set intensity model for BJ. Mate, just fucking once, like, uh, work at two to four Mensa. sets of exercises, five to fifteen reps. One set of exercise is just not enough. It's not enough volume. One I, set. I, I don't care, Mike Mensa. It's just not enough. Mensa. Just uh, uh, Mensa, whatever his name is. Train. Two to three times a week, do exercises for two to four sets between five to 15 reps between... You can make a whole job out of that. Seven to nine RPE. Just do that. Just do that. Squats. Squat. We've said it enough times. We've said it enough times. We can say it again though. Imagine you're a first time listener and you haven't heard it 30 times before. (laughs) (laughs) And then prioritize your movement patterns. I can't wait to get do, do, do some plyometrics. I can't that, wait. That'd man. be sick. I've so been pl- thinking so look, about look, it. Huh? Been thinking about it. No, you haven't. No fucking lie to me. Sorry. So we'll, what we'll do? Thinking the session the will run like this. We'll we'll come in. We'll do like a very like aggressive warm up. We'll do warm up. Then we go straight to plyometrics. That will take five ten minutes, and then we get into our session. Plyometrics is actually really good to warm up with because it stimulates our nervous system. It gets everything fired gets up. Gets us cooking. Gets us cooked up fucking for us, cooking. ready to lift. Meth. Um, but yeah, one set for your intensity. If you're sh- if you're really short for time, you're like, fuck, I just, I don't have any, like, I've literally got 15 minutes to lift. Even then, I would still try and get two sets of every exercise in. Maybe one mega set of like accessory arm work. Like 20 to 30 reps of, of, of arms. A mega set. A mega set, yeah. We I would start try- calling them that. Mega set. Uh, but for right. the other stuff, no. Just do more volume. Just do more. Two to four sets. That's my recommendation. There you have it. You Qual- can only qualified have qualified recommendation. Can, I have zero. <laughs> zero qualifications. 
You, you, I have one. We got Judah. Lambda GCSC drama. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a Bronze Duke of Edinburgh. I have a criminal record. Nice. I actually don't. You can only have one meal for the rest of your life. What are you choosing? Tran plus protein shake. I can answer this for you. Rice cake with jam and ham and peanut butter and a little bit of salt on top and butter. Beautiful. That's the meal. Favorite whey protein brand <laughs> with least additives that I can buy from Canada. For Just me, get... it'll be cereals. Go on, sorry. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear your answer. Sorry. Yeah, no, that was sorry. your answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <So>. <laughs> for me, <laughs> cereals. What cereal? <laughs> All of them. Any kind of cereal. Any kind of cereal, but it has to be with... Lucky Charms? Yeah, gold top milk. No, I can't... As in, it has to be a variety of cereals. If it could oh. only be one cereal, I'd probably have to choose... Got you that. Porridge. You get so bored of that. If you're not allowed to customize it whatsoever, it would have to be Curiously Cinnamon. And if it wasn't allowed to be cereals, it would have to be my famous Bolognese. It's famous. Pretty much. I've heard about it. Yeah. There you go. Sick. That's um, two people. Favorite favorite whey protein brand. Any whey protein is good. Low at least additives. Just I don't know. Just Google search. My protein. Like, my pro- no, because she lives in Canada. Just look up like whey protein isolate and find the one with best reviews around you. Is my protein not available in Canada? I don't think so. It's an English company. That's crazy, bro. Uh, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to go to our YouTube channel because we didn't answer these last time. Oh. I'm that's fantastic. We've got, um, We've got comment questions. Yep. We need to answer these because then it's going to... I get people messaging me questions all the time, but by the time we get here, I've forgotten. No, but so tell them to do um, YouTube. I tell them oh, what to write on YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Well, I tell them just to write in the question box. But all right. uh, all right. Do you think it's a good idea to keep working on the same sequences over and over, even if your training partner knows it's coming? For example, bottom half guard. Yes. That is exactly when you should do it. Yep. Yeah, so basically, it's good to have training partners who are you train with all the time because you can get deeper into the sequences. If it's just fresh people, you might get more variety of reactions, but you won't get like deep reactions. Like you won't get, okay, so today he's worked out that I'm doing this, so he's going to do this. And then you have to do something slightly different the next day or like you have to make sure you get this detail right because this time he's doing a certain escape that requires this detail to prevent it. So I think doing the same, like doing specifics on people that know what you're trying to achieve, as long as you have a broad variety of techniques to choose from, if they're just like, let's say you're in mount and you're trying to work a head and arm and people keep turning belly down, obviously that's a shame that you have to just take their back and finish them. But that's why it's good to train with the same person all the time because eventually they'll learn not to turn belly down. Eventually they'll learn to stay facing you. And then you can start doing your head and arms. There you go. You know? So you got to keep adjusting. Yeah, so you have to keep adjusting a tiny little bit at a time as they adjust. And that's how they'll get much better at defending and you'll get much better attacking as a result. So yeah, just going against fresh noobs all the time is good because it kind of tests your sharpness on a broad variety of moves. But good to have training partners who are your level who are also improving at the things that you're like the opposite of things you're improving at yeah so yeah. you're gonna be trying to improve your offense they're, they're gonna improve their defense by yeah. reactions yeah yeah and vice versa and it's also like a graded exposure because like let's say someone's just started working on their guillotines and you've just started working front headlock defense like at the start maybe they catch you once and 
you escape once and probably you'll you'll stay about the same like 50 50 each time but over time but yeah as in yeah even over time but over time you've both improved quite a lot so it's not about it's not about your improvement relative to the other people in the room it's about your improvement relative to however many months ago you're on your own journey yeah man buy my stuff <laughs> great plug good time good timing good on that time. good timing on that plug yeah buy my stuff my dvds yeah buy my stuff yeah okay cool that's a good answer good question man um, we should subscribe to him instead yep how to deal with super stocky compact short limbed no neck grapplers like Ooh. danny devito knee cutting all over you <laughs> i'm thinking of maybe working the shoulder crunch or just wrestling being super heavy on the head Super stocky people know that. I like butterfly guard against these. Why? Because your hooks are. Well, I'm kind of longer. Well, let's assume that you're taller and longer than them. It's gonna. They're gonna have trouble. I mean, you could also do outside. To be fair, yeah. Uh, like, it shouldn't be harder if they're much smaller. It'd be harder to get subs though. But because they're neck, it should be easier to get angle and all this kind of stuff on them. Maybe it's harder to play inside position though because they've got little legs. So. If you play like Barambolos and that sort of stuff and close guard, then that might work very much in your favor. Uh-huh. You know, Keguad maybe as well, because uh, it doesn't doesn't really require any inside position. But if you do get your butterfly hooks inside, I reckon it would be very hard for them to for them to deal with them because they might not have the range to clear the hooks so easily. That's my thinking anyway. You could probably say the reverse that they can pummel their legs in easier as well. Because they've got short legs. Danny DeVito, yeah. Danny DeVito. Although, start if they're actually obese, then it's probably easier to just <laughs> wait wait for diabetes to kick in. <laughs> That'll be it. Because we've got K-guard, close guard. Baram- and Delegiva Barambolos. Barambolos. Barambolos, yeah. I like the those. length and the, ba- the, the reach you'll get on the Barambolo. To yeah, pull them in. and your legs to like, you know, s- get the deep Delegiva hook. If you've got yes. really, really long legs, it'll be hard for them to step up and over it. Uh, that's true because they'll just be kind of like oh, yeah never get that, never get trapped that. folly what else I'm trying to think uh, probably when you get to their back as well it's going to be a lot easier for you to maintain angle on them yeah and the like, body lock uh, if they're stocky though it's tough what body lock from top I think, to back, I think it's a back oh yeah yeah for body triangle yeah yeah body triangle. body triangle exactly yeah if you get the body triangle on someone like that I mean it's going to be pretty hard for them to escape yeah. I reckon because they're so small and the neck bridging stocky neck yeah you got to pull their head back to try and get get them from here to here like open their head out watching um, Gordon Ryan Andre Galvao obviously he collected the arm at that point though but Galvao's like super showed up yeah, just I mean, fishing fishing yeah fishing, like Galvao's fishing. chin is by his like Peck. sternum basically yeah. yeah and his shoulders by his and he's like temple he's like arm on the face bridging in and yeah he gets that hand on the neck and then pummeling under yeah I mean, if they're really stocky, it's just hard to finish them. To be honest, that's just it's it's, the reality. I mean, yeah, that's the reality. The more the more ball shaped they are, the fewer submissions there are. I mean, you've got to basically break something off of the torso, so or you got to choke them, which is basically the same thing as pulling someone's neck off the torso. But that's tough. Tough to get chokes on these yeah. guys because you got can't get through the chin. Exactly. Or if you just shape like a sphere, that's all. Like the shorter your limbs are, bowling the, ball, the less leverage there is to break it. That's a fact, Jack. <laughs> It is Jack, isn't it? Less sphere. It's a good yeah. answer. All right. Any more from this fella? Uh, favorite strategy or combo to play from reverse Delahiva? So, well, I'm always trying to invert from reverse Delahiva. That should be your number one threat. 
get behind them because then you can enter the back you can enter backside fitty fitty backside saddle uh you can also enter with only like half inverts you can also do like a fake back take back to a leg lock or vice versa you can do leg locks to force the back exposure there's also some arm bars you can hit like and it's got good entries to k-guard let's say you're reverse de la Hiva. you try to reach for one leg and then they bring their other leg in to try and like high step out mm-hmm. a lot of the time i'll just go straight to k-guard expecting the high step Boom. there you have it yeah and then you get the hands to floor from there and then yeah well when you go k-guard yeah i guess you want to try and off balance them as much as possible but basically just entering the 50 50 and working from there enter enter the 50 50 enter the system that's a good name Enter the system. Yeah. You don't have to take that. We, uh... Yep. Okay, here we go. This is good on uh, K-Guard. Oh, yeah. When you do K-Guard entry on standing opponents, do you just throw in a regular backside 50-50 hook, or do you ever look to get an upgraded foot position, like going straight into double 50 as you enter? So, if they're standing... Hmm... So sometimes I've been going to double 50 straight away, but in doing so, you almost lose a bit of tightness on the primary leg because uh, your legs aren't really triangled around their first leg. So what I've been doing more so now is just trying to get people's hands to the floor first and then entering the double 50. So like... Because their legs are lighter? Yeah, hands to the floor. Yeah, because then they can't really sprint away so easily and i guess it's the fact that they hand fight your legs and they run away at the same time which makes it difficult so hands on the floor makes it hard Uh, for them to hand fight your legs so and then you can throw in your 50 50 and then your double 50 and it'd be much harder for them to defend from that position off balance first yeah i think well anyway because i'm training with silvio i get you know sometimes varied reactions but basically when I try it on Sylvie, some it used to work going double fifty, but now he understands to just like stay stood up as long as possible, and then like, like as he's putting his hands to the floor from double fifty, like where it's it's hard to balance from double fifty, right? But as mm. he's putting his hands to the floor, he'll just do like a big spin and fight the legs all in one go, God. and it's very hard to stay sticky. So maybe better to put his hands on the floor and pull his primary leg in really hard and then throw the double 50 hook in and then it'll be harder for them to uh we should get some video footage of this fight. yeah i'll have i'll have to f- i actually probably do have some but it's just like i've got too many videos on my phone really i can have a little scroll submission grab a scroll and get back to you yeah yeah let's actually try and do that too many videos too many videos so on my phone videos. but yeah basically i think going getting partner's hands to the floor first and if they're uh and if you don't manage to get their hands to the floor then you should just go to normal 50-50 and try and like tip them left and right until you can control the second leg and take them over. Mm. So yeah, control both legs. That's the key. Sick. Sick. Love Sick. that. Love that question, man. Whoever you are, keep I, training. I think you asked the uh, Jason Rao as well because it says, do you have keep, to bring a keep training, leg man. in? Keep training. Keep training harder. Keep harder. training, man. What are your thoughts on float passing? Do you still, do you think it's still as effective? I think it's good to get into tight passing. I think at this stage, no one's really getting passed cleanly from the float passing. It's going to be, you do the float passing and then people realize they're probably, at at some point they're taking too much pressure and they just like give up a half guard and then you start working the half guard passing. Mm. So float passing is a good segue from 
to be fair I, w I wouldn't even go directly into it but let's say you're like you get off balance from a smash position and your weight's already above them you pummel your legs back to the inside that's the kind of time i'll use float passing but i'm not just gonna like walk into people and try and float go from there float yeah. passing. otherwise actually to be fair if someone's playing shin on shin and i just feel like i can't get to a half guard because they keep pummeling their outside leg in like I, I physically can't get my knee to that side of their body for like a knee cut pass use some float passing switch to hips in yeah then i'll do the float passing just to get my foot to the inside then i'll change sides and just start sprawling on that knee. Ah, then yeah. we go back to the, the sprawl go back pass. Back to the sprawling, which is going very well. Someone asked that the other day, and I didn't want to talk too much about it. But basically, sprawl passing is going very well. I might uh, release a little little Insta clip of that, just me sprawling on people. But just do that. Sped up though, because it's really most of it is just sprawling on people and waiting for their hip flex to get tired. But that, it's really satisfying. That video we put up of the sprawl passing did really well. Good details. Yeah, people that. fucking love it. It's not even our idea. No, shout out Max, Max, Max Armstrong. Armstrong, yeah, good videos too. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I've been using it a lot. It's great. It fits in very nicely with everything. Big fan. Gordon Sick. Ryan, eh? I was trying some today. Good got, got, got some good passing. Yeah, Tricks I just find sprawling. it very satisfying when you do pass. They're so fucked. Yeah, exactly. like when you eventually pass, they're just like, oh fuck, just like they're just, just using their arms basically and and facial expressions to and stay alive. And their legs are fucking tired. Yeah. Also, quick detail, like as you're sprawling on that leg with the other hand you'll just keep trying to bring that in bring that in so you've got space for this knee to come in the bottom leg yeah you're trying to just monitor the bottom leg yeah yeah and push it between your legs yeah got it so you shove it down so you can yeah you just block it and then you don't shove it you just block it between your legs and clear and once you have it cleared then you just walk back to center keeping it cleared until both their knees are pointing away from you and then you can just take your arm out from around their butt and over the top to the hip or if they turn back to face you then you stuff the knee inside details they'll get it they we'll, won't get it we'll get there someone will get it maybe <laughs> maybe hopefully, on, hopefully one of your listeners got that depends how many views we have yep in this podcast like and subscribe. we've got some good views like and subscribe guys. And like. Remember, if you've been to this like and podcast subscribe, and you haven't like, liked to subscribe yet and you... like and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> maybe every podcast will have like and subscribe really softly like and subscribe like we could just get a crowd to say it like and subscribe <laughs> Can you give your thoughts on the benefits of free compound weights requires stability versus machines? Uh, we've done we, that. We've done we've that. Done that. We love machines. We love free weights. Yeah. Lowest, but this is good. Lowest stimulus to fatigue ratio, e.g. like uh, back squats versus hack squats. Sure, you can run into like, you can do higher rep stuff on machines than you can on a back, uh, on bigger, bigger compound lifts, e.g. if you're on a leg press or a hack squat machine, you could definitely go higher reps without your lower back failing first versus barbell back squats because you require more core stability and the whole infrastructure is working significantly harder on a back squat versus leg press um, versus leg press or hack squats or leg extensions, etc. So let's say you come in, someone's really fucking tired, you have machines available. By all means, you could use the machines. But I'd have them in anyway. I would cycle. I would cycle for them. Rings, get those rings. Love the gymnastic Love rings. rings. Good exercises on them. You sort of swing. Wow, this guy's been talking about K guard for a while. Big fan. Uh, oh, here we go. I said I actually said I'd answer this, and I didn't. That was uh, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. What are your thoughts on Paul Sardinio, carnivore MD guy? He's not actually strict carnivore. What do you think about his dietary advice? He's the guy that goes to the supermarkets and says, 
Diet Coke is the worst thing for you ever. Or like beer is making you fat or poor Sardina kind of remedy. Fuck those guys, man. I mean, he's, he's, those he's talking about like, them. yeah, like eating his way is great. Like steak, fruit. Uh, but him talking like shitting on vegetables is just fucking retarded. Like vegetables are good for you. Um, check out Lent. Yeah, no, shits much. on vegetables. He's literally like, kale literally is shit literally shits on them. Yeah. In supermarkets, he's like, he's like, kale is really bad for you. All these Fido things and like, talks about pesticides and oh, fuck off, man. Like, go follow, follow Lane Norton. He actually is a scientist and is fucking smart. Paul Sardino, whatever the fuck his name is, MD, has an MD in like psychology, not nutrition. Not nice. He's literally not uh, a nutrition scientist or has done like any like conclusive research he doesn't he, have any qualifications he doesn't like me has no qualifications <laughs> but he calls himself md Prick. does he actually yeah he does we should do that he's got, he's do got, that? No, he's got an, he has an md in like psychology or something oh i see okay. but the thing the thing is though he'll 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 be like oh diet coke is really bad for you because of the aspartame and you know like mate the the, the study showed like they gave a rat like a thousand times the dose of aspartame and like the rat got cancer and like died. Like DCs and all these things with artificial sweeteners. If your diet is 80% pretty fucking good, fruit, veg, whole grains, rice, potatoes, and you eat all, all those all those good foods. You live to at least 50. You'll, you'll live to at least, <laughs> you'll, you'll live to at least 50 and just fucking have some, like enjoy, enjoy your fucking life. I hate people who are, yeah. Who, 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 Why do all this? What are you saving yourself for? Yeah, like when you're like 90 and you can finally have a can of coke and you just fucking die. Just, just die of cancer immediately. <laughs> like, uh, just get a fucking life. Like all these, like him talking about beer and making you fat. Honestly, the, the what makes you fucking fat and overweight is eating too many calories, seed oils, artificial sweeteners, uh, insulin, like all that shit. That doesn't make you fucking fat. Yeah. What makes you fat is eating more calories than you're burning. That is facts. That's it. So if you want to fucking simple, what chemistry. I recommend you do, huh? Simple chemistry, isn't it? It is it's simple. Just chem- it's just fucking entropy, it's, whatever it's called. It's Stephen Hawking, sharp. <laughs> love him. Just- <laughs> I love his hands. Yeah, man. he's good. He's great. Green book. The question mark kick, not kick, but you know, hand Finger. signal. Anyway, what do I think of the carnivore MD? Like he doesn't eat carnivore, he eats fruits. Yeah, great. Like e- eating a variety of fruits with good quality meat is fantastic. For BJJ guys, you need to understand, you need to fucking eat carbohydrates. Again, we've talked about this on many podcasts. 30 to 90 grams of carbohydrates before training. When you finish training, at least one gram per kilogram of carbohydrates. Um, like every, every one to two hours post-training until you need to go train again. Don't fuck around with that. Go try try do carnival diet and go train jiu-jitsu. Fucking tell me how well you do. You'll do shit because you have no fucking energy. Let's talk about autophagy. Autophagy, where the where your body starts burning fat as its primary fuel source. Autophagy. So he's talking what about. Is? I don't know. Uh, that's what they could. That's what they say about uh, ketosis. When you, when you fast, right, and your body starts eating up all the bad. Oh, I saw an Instagram clip that was like the James Smith one. It was a different one. It was some guy who's always saying like, basically just. It's like woke logic. Like gorilla. Oh, you sent me this. Yeah, yeah. And it was something like, what was it again? He said, he said that your body, when you do autophagy, your body eats up all the- The fat cells, so you get, you get less fat. And the fat cells hold 
water. It's not true. It was. I can't remember what he said. It was. Listen, terrible. all these fucking idiots online being like, who are really dogmatic. Don't don't trust really dogmatic people. Follow if you want to follow people who have good sound nutrition advice. Shout fight dietitian. He had a teardrop tattoo. Shout out Bio Lane Lane Norton. Follow those guys who are actually yeah. putting in proper research. They get paid for it. They actually get paid they for it. Going on free podcasts. They, they put yeah. <laughs> Jordy did. <laughs> True that. Jordy yeah, did. Yeah. Fight dietitian came on ours. Um, but that's not all he does. It's not all he does. He, yeah. He's he's working with the top fight, top UFC fighters in the world and getting them fucking results. Like, you just need to understand that if you do jiu-jitsu or, or any kind of combat of sports, hydration and carbohydrates is, is you you need to be fueling with those. You you have to be. And if you do a carnivore diet or intermittent fasting or try fast before you train, it's gonna be a fucking shit session. I would say. Unless, yeah, about 40 minutes in, it'll start being shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. You're sacrificing the duration of the session for the comfort of not being full at the start of the session. But anyway, when you do the warm-up and like the techniques and stuff, even if you just had a fat bolognese, you're still going to have digested it enough by the time the lesson starts. Yeah, but then it also goes into like fueling strategies before. Like having a, having a big fat bolognese is not an ideal no, fueling ideal, strategy. But to be but fair, like, you get away with it. You, yeah, you will. You're used to it now. Most people won't be used to it. They'll be like, it took me a while. Start simple. Like, start with a rice cake with with jam and no ham. <laughs> Just go rice cake and jam to start with. No or, ham. Or banana, medium sized banana. Don't go ham. Um, a sports drink, some mar- like some sweets or marshmallows or whatever. Just look, look at sweets the, look, are good. Look at the back. Your sweets are great. Look at the back label per hundred grams. It'll be like eighty grams of carbohydrates. Have. I don't know, 50 grams of sweets and that'll be enough to give you to give you some good feel. Just have 50 grams of sweets. Yeah, or the, or the whole fucking bag as yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah. You did actually have my whole bag of Star Mix. I did, didn't Minus I? like eight. I got carried away. That's why I didn't sub him. Uh, I, I should have bought you a new one. Anyway, that's my thoughts on Paul Sardinia. I, I just think he's a fucking charlatan. <laughs> and I, yeah, I think he's a fucking charlatan. Same as Liver King. I mean, not yet. Like, for, if, for normal people... Like eating just meat and veg is probably a good idea. Meat, veg, fruit. But Paul Sardinia shits on veg. So fuck that guy. He's a fucking char- he's a charlatan in my opinion. How can you shit on veg? Yeah, it's good for him. Dr. Go, James go, Cooper go. has always said green cruciferous vegetables are the number one fight against cancer. They are. And I believe him now. Bio Lane. Check out Chuck check out Lane Norton. That's who that's who you want to check Lane out. Norton. Lane Norton. He fucking debunks all this kind of shit. It's okay. Fake um, Graham Norton. We'll finish on this question. How would you pass your own guard? Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably go for the sprawling method. I mean, tiring you out. Just tiring me out. Yeah, I'm fully aware of how long my cardio lasts. So if I can just outlast me by one second, then I've won. You know, it would have to just be a long grinding. Or I've only seen one person get past your guard. Sylvie. Mark McQueen. Shout out Mark McQueen. Oh, uh, yeah. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fair play. Yeah, Mark McQueen. So, yeah, body lock, if you can do that. Or Silvio sometimes passes with like a blast knee cut to Das sort of thing. Yeah. I would say that's just me being tired again. So, yeah, tiring. Yeah, it's, t- it's tiring you out. Tiring me out and then doing, and then starting to, starting to blast knee cut. Yeah. Shout Sylvia. It's a it's a higher risk monster. strategy because you give your legs, but but you also tie your partner out over time. Max, 
Max. Yeah, I, I would say Max is less tiring because Sylvie's stronger and bigger. Mm. And uh, Max passes on my right, which is my good side. Sylvie passes on the left, which is his good side. Layer pad. My shit side. Like a layer <laughs> my, my shit side. Yeah, he does. even does that in wrestling as well. He's right-handed, but he, he fights left-handed just to be annoying. Yeah. Literally. He just does it to, to piss people he off. Just that, now, well, it's just, now it's his good side. Not to anger people, but, you know, just to win easier. And it works. Most yeah. people have no guard on the left-hand side. But actually, I'm quite grateful to have Sylvie pass on the left. Because now, <laughs> if people go that way, I have, you know, about... Many options. Some <laughs> options, yeah. <laughs> some options. But it really shows how hard it is to learn moves. Because moves that I'm very good at on my right-hand side. For example, shin on shin to single leg X on my right-hand side. On my left-hand side, I'm just still shit it. Really? After, I mean, I get other people with it, but... For example, Silvio, if he passes to my right, it'll be pretty easy for me to get onto the legs somehow. But if he passes to my left, it tends to be very difficult. And it's just, I, I, from now on, I'm only going to go to your left side. Yeah, do it. But I mean, if you go to the J point on the left, it's fine. But he doesn't do that. He goes knee cut on the left. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what to tell you, mate. I'll get knee cut on you. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's fine. All right, all right. That's all fine. right, cool. <laughs> I'll see you at training. <laughs> that's fine. Let's go now in front of the camera. Yeah, let's go. Do you guys want to see that? We could spar in this room, actually. You could tap me. If we get enough likes. Ten times, yeah. If someone sends us a thousand pounds in an envelope, <laughs> we will spar. If, you listen to the, if you've listened to it this far and you comment enough, we will sort out a video where we, you can see us spar. If you comment... Nick, like, live. Just comment, I'm sending a thousand pounds. And send it, and then we'll do it. This is a good time to wrap this. Uh, yes, wrap this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure we all agree with that. <laughs> back at home, back at home with your wife. Um, let's get another shameless plug from uh, BJJ Fanatics. Oh uh, yeah, I'm going to be filming a new DVD. It's going to be. I haven't decided the name yet, but it's going to be on side guard and defending the J point and defending the north south there. And we're just going to try and systematize. You know what you're trying to do in these sort of angles. One where they're like here. Let's say my two p.m., three p.m. And then four to six PM. Sick. Or AM. Yeah, you get me with them. You get me with them. Yeah, do love them. So Koi bars, Kimuras, leg lock entries, 100%. arm arm drags, one hundred percenters. You know what they call them that? Works every yeah, time. That's right. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Get on that. You'll be filming that. That's yeah. It. You got you got other instructionals, BJ Fanatics. I've got some strength programs. You should get on them. All these questions that you've been asking, just, be just, so good. just get on my strength program. Yeah. Good. If you don't like, if you don't want to, you don't want to join full time, just unsubscribe. Yeah, man. Subscribe for a bit, see what the program's about, and unsubscribe. 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 If you really want, just or leave. Ultimately, understand that it's going to take a long time to get results, six to 12 months. Stay on there for six to 12 months, and I guarantee you'll get results. If you don't, I'll give you money back. I will. Or, but they if, have, there's, there's terms you can in six to 12 months, th- testosterone. Replacement trend balone. Yes, that's the one. Yep. All right. Thanks for coming. Great, Owen. guys. Thanks for lasting this long. Finger in the eyes. Fingers in the eyes. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs>